and you're listening to Talk Show Fantasy, coming to you live from our Listener League draft, where one lucky participant will be going home with some sweet TSF merch, a signed Kenny Galladay jersey, and bragging rights over these experts. Scott Mill, when I'm right, I'm right. But I couldn't, I couldn't hit this at all. I couldn't get the right week for these guys. Greg Penny. I I I, I I I I finished in last. Corey Dows. Sometimes you got to do things that you don't like in fantasy football, and you got to take Aaron Jones. Aaron, Aaron Jones is gonna be my pick here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Tom Penny. In 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 so in 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 how Jones. I thought I thought we'd have a little fun with ourselves there. Uh, all right. Well, as you heard in the intro, we are doing our Listener League uh, draft right now. Um, I believe the clock has started, and, we, and this is podcast 83. Somebody hold me true to that. You got it. Yep. All right. Top Shelf, FNTSY, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TopShelfFantasy.com. If you missed out on the uh, Listener League entry, I apologize. For nothing. Um, for really nothing, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a very good point. that's on you. Um, free signed Kenny Galladay jersey, some uh, TSF merch uh, that 10, 12, uh, excuse me, 12 lucky people may win. Actually, I guess really 11 because we can't win the own thing. Why can't we win it? Because no one's going to do it next year. If like, yeah, we won. It's, it's ours. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. No. Well, we'll give it away. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's a few people that are auto-picking, so I've clicked on their names, said, like, computer auto-pick, so okay. it will be kind of... And then there's our friend Dickie, who's in St. Lucia on his honeymoon. He'll probably get divorced by tomorrow because of this, but he's drafting. We have one friend of Craig's and yeah. Tom's. Another another divorce awaiting to happen, because he's in the delivery room, and his wife is <laughs> giving birth, <laughs> and he is with us. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's now not active, so he, it might... The baby might yeah, be there. There, there, there. There's a possibility, or there's a few rounds that he's not in. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, sign Kenny Galladay jersey or your baby. Or baby. I mean, I mean, the baby's really not going to sign a jersey. So it's a little big for the baby, I think. A little big. Yeah. Um. Uh, hopefully, it, hopefully it fits whoever wins. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It's it's a well, I, well. I, I'm not wearing it. If if like say say I were to win it. Yeah, I'd hang I'm not it up, wearing I think. it. Oh, you hang it up. Yeah, it's signed. Yeah. Oh, want... that's a good point. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure it's an point. XL. I think that's that's the common length of a jersey to get signed. Gotcha. I mean, you can wear it, you can wash it, you could lose that signature, but Kenny Galladay is about to get a big contract from Detroit, and you don't know what he could be in this league. Yeah. yeah that that's news. That is yeah, news. Yeah, it is. So I just wanna I just wanna set this up real quick. We're not gonna go through and we're not gonna go through every single pick of the draft and do it like we've done our mock drafts. We have a whole slew of news as we head into the first week of the NFL season. Uh, and we also have some My Guy stuff that we're going to go over. So, as Craig said, Kenny Galladay, he must have, the Lions must have heard about the TSF auction and be like, you know what? We got to get this guy some money. So, it sounds like they're looking at an extension, um, which is always good, you know, if, if you have that player, knowing that an extension is possible. Um, Craig, who was the other one? It was Alvin Kamara. They're yeah. still in. Uh, they're still in uh, contract talks. Yeah. So that that was a wild week, or actually a wild think Tuesday for for Alvin Kamara, where he was not practicing for a couple of days, and then uh, they talked about him possibly being in a holdout or what, whether it was an injury, and and he didn't show up for practice. So. Uh, there was trade rumors and, and then his agents like, no, we didn't ask for a trade. And Alvin Kamara was like, I'm practicing tomorrow. Sean Payton's like, everyone shut the hell up. He's going to be on the field. And sure enough on Wednesday, he was back at practice. I guess he had some sort of shot in his back for some inflammation or whatever it is. Um, seems to be a minor injury seeing how he only missed three days. Um, but, uh, he should be in line for a pretty hefty contract. They're talking like he, he wants somewhere in that Christian McCaffrey 16 million area and Joe Mixon got paid his, so Alright, and we're we're getting signaled that we're up. We're up here to, um, to make a pick here. Do we want to take a running back? Stick true to our to our rankings. Oh, I think Let's Miles see. Sanders looks beautiful here. So yeah, so we actually we've seen Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, all the big running backs, right? And then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire found his way at pick six, 
and then Michael Thomas is the wide receiver off the board. So we have everything else to choose from. Um, like we talked about, you know, staying true to our rankings, Miles Sanders would be the next one up, and I have absolutely no problem in doing so. And that's Miles Sanders. Beautiful. Yeah. So we uh, we, we see a lot for him. Um, he's going to get some uh, receiving work, whereas Josh Jacobs, the guy below him, won't. Um, it's a big... Uh... It's a big bold prediction of mine that he's going to be in the uh, top three, top four conversation. And that was on our team, so yeah. beautiful. love it. Um, all right, so let's just go back to the uh, contract stuff real quick because Joe Mixon did sign a twelve-year contract, twelve million, right, uh, twelve million a year, so four-year, forty-eight million dollar contract, which is just it's like once one player does it, everybody else wants it. And yep. Alvin Kamara is leaps and bounds better than Joe Mixon. Delvin Cook is leaps and bounds better than Joe Mixon. So it's going to be interesting to see how that Joe Mixon contract um, pans out. I'm shocked the Bengals want this guy for four years. but Well, I was actually thinking a little bit more on it and was the, in the fact that Joe Burrow is young, not going to have to pay him a huge amount of money. A.J. Green's franchise tag is you know up after the end of the year and he's not going to return to the team. So realistically, they do have some money to play with for the short four years that they did sign him for. And I'm sure there's an out, like any other running back contract, they could let him go at some point. And so realistically, it hurts no one um, to sign him. And it makes him happy. It makes the team, you know, go a lot smoother when you have your your starting uh, headline running back, you know, playing out there. And like you mentioned with the tight end contracts, you saw, or actually with, with you know, one when one domino falls, oh, there was, there was um, Kittle and Kittle then Kelsey, Kelsey and then Ertz, actually, that was news. Was that Earth's contract uh, seemed to that felt to the like it's done? Yeah, yeah they, they're not going to do it. So, um, all right, yeah. Well, let's stick on the running back topics because not only do we have running backs signing contracts, we have running backs being released entirely, um, and then signing for far less. So Leonard Fournette gets cut from the Jags and goes to the Bucks, um, which is obviously a major impact to and he gave everybody who drafted Fortnite a couple of weeks ago just like a little mini heart attack um all right i think we're up in a, in a pick or two uh um, we're actually up right now yeah we're, yeah oh, we're right up, it's, we're it's, right mo- it's moving yeah so we have a we've you know we pick between aaron jones eckler bell mark in, ingram or we can go at wide receiver with like a tyreek or a deandre hopkins or a chris godwin so I know who I would take. I know my rankings are a little bit different in this in this particular between the two. I'm I'm, I'm between Aaron Rodgers and Austin Eckler. Aaron uh, Jones. Aaron Jones. Sorry, Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'm and good. I'm right there. Do you guys want to pick Jones? I'm a Jones guy. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's. So we made that selection. Um, I think I have Eckler a little bit higher, but you know it's it's not going to be an issue whatsoever. Starting off two running backs is something I, I see fairly common with us, especially uh, in many of our drafts. Um, well, picks picks one through seven were went all running backs. Yeah, so ten of the top twelve picks were right. running backs, and then so I think far you, there's already you're going to see a lot. Yeah, running backs go even. I think a, a lot of people in this league do the two r- running backs early, or at least one, because mm-hmm. looking now it, there's there's a big drop off. Yeah, I mean, there's only a handful of guys that you feel comfortable with, and it's and by the time it come back to us, it would be. Lucky if it's Melvin Gordon kind of player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, don't, I don't want that, that as my number two. <laughs> no, I don't either. And it's just interesting, too, because it's like if you don't have picks one or two and even arguably three, you you want to be closer to the back end of the draft so that you can get these types of back-to-back yeah. running backs. You I, know? Lo- I love the spot. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I've been here a lot uh, this year, thankfully. Scotty rigged it. <laughs> well, don't tell. My favorite spot <laughs> nine. Well, I drafted. We promise we didn't. I drafted it two in our Antoine league, and I got Barkley and then uh, Bell, who was the fifteenth running back off the board, yeah. and I got him. In the, I mean, that there was keepers in that league, obviously, which made it a, so, a lot different. Yeah, but, very different. I was actually just in a, a ten team league, which obviously you know take that for what you will, but. I started off with Alvin Kamara, and then Miles Sanders somehow fell to me towards the end of the second round. I'm sitting there talking to every single person saying, can I trade with you? Can I trade with you? My target was Miles Sanders. I did not expect him to come back. Um, For whatever reason, it looked like their group of friends didn't 
want or had hated on Miles Sanders, so they all kind of had the same opinion. And I was like, yeah, you go ahead and hate on a top five running back. I that's yeah crazy to me that you'd hate on Miles Sanders. Um, all right, let's jump back to the Fournette news because this changes the fantasy a landscape, lot. right? Um, I I honestly don't even know from like a where we should start the discussion if we start it from the Jags perspective or the Bucks perspective. Um, let let's start with the Jags and then we'll move to the Bucks. It's, it's more positive for the Bucks, right? But the Jags have been trading defensive players off left and right. Now they they straight up cut Fournette, which means they're in full tank mode. And I don't know this is a team you want to touch that's in full tank mode. Yeah, they even traded another piece away today, they start, uh, one of their starting safeties, on top of the fact that they had just traded away two corners last season before the year was over and almost all the other pieces that they had on defense left the Saxonville um, from three years ago that defense is not what you expect it to be so like that running game that you know you saw the volume with Fournette when how many carries he actually had isn't going to be the same deal for Ryquel Armstead or Ozigbo or Chris Thompson I and you and you've been uh Tom's been really big on Thompson because of the receiving ability and how Jacksonville actually had a lot of targets to the running backs last year and if they're going to be playing down that's a player to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, it's just... And I, I think everybody's been sitting here saying, well, there's no way they don't bring somebody in. But it's like, but they're not trying to win. Right. You know, like, they're not trying to put a competitive team out there. Why would they then go and spend more money on a player that they don't intend to want on the roster? I mean, I'm not a big Fournette guy uh, from a fantasy perspective or, or a real-life perspective. Um, but you don't just cut a running back like that if you're trying to put a competitive team out on the field. Um, I think Chris Thompson's a sneaky pick, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how many carries uh, Reichwell Armstead got. Um, I mean, Fournette had like 260-something carries last year in 15 games, so there are rushing attempts to go around. Um, and then... I feel like it was the same exact day. We we updated our rankings. I feel like everybody dropped Fournette, and then it was 24 hours later, the Bucks signed him, and it was like, okay, well, here we go. Let's again. redo it all over again. Redo yeah. it all over again. And um, we knew he was going to be signed, but I didn't think it was going to be like legit right after waivers cleared. I think the Bucks was like, all right, that's our guy. Right. Yeah, one year, 3.5 mil, all in in incentives right so i think it's i think it's a win-win for both parties um but it just erases everything that backfield had going for it i mean a lot of people invested in in ronald jones uh a lot of people invested in Keyshawn vaughn after they drafted him in 2020 they signed mccoy um and it was a team who threw the ball 630 times last year and everybody's looking at that passing offense saying it should be one of the best ones in the NFL and now you bring in a back who carried the ball 260 times last year it's like where's that balance going to come in from because you don't just bring in a guy I know 3.5 million dollars is not a lot of money but if that incentives get up to seven you don't bring in a guy to potentially give him seven million dollars a year and not give him the ball 200 times do you know what I mean well that was a confusing part too is they sign him, and then Aaron's comes out saying McCoy is a huge part of our game plan. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, Rojo is our guy. So you're not going to have three running backs succeed on an offense with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Gronk. Like you're not all six of those guys are going to be you know top tier guys. So we're up, boys. And there's a player out here that's just glaring at me. Is it glaring at Tom too? It's glaring at Tom. I think six to midnight, baby. I think we yeah. So in the I back mean, end of the third. And Tom, I'll, I'll let you talk about this because I'm pretty sure this is one of your six to midnight guys. Yeah. So and well, we have some news on him too. Um, so we're 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 taking Lev Bell here, um, who we have ranked as our our 14th RB. Um, but it, it has been a crazy month for Lev because there's been reports coming out that he's been flying around Jets camp. He's been posting things that say, you know, I, I'm the lightest that I've ever been. Uh, he's got 4% body fat. 
Gase comes out and says, you know, we need to figure out how to use Lev a little bit differently. We use him too early in the games and stuff like that. And I can understand where Gase is coming from. Then a week later, we get reports that Lev's slow, that Gase loves Frank Gore. He trades for Kalen Balaj. It's like, dude, what are you doing? So, and, and this, so I had to go back to like, look at this. This, 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 this guy, Adam Gase, traded Jay Ajayi on his 2,000 rushing yard year, benched Kenyon Drake for Frank Gore. If history repeats itself, and I'm gonna flush. be. I, I'm gonna have an entire podcast on gays hate. I'll tell you that much. Well, you could already do that now. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be probably two. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be like part one, part two kind of thing. I'm already getting lost. We're using the. Uh, I know. I'm trying shelf, to catch up. The top shelf uh, rankings here, but I'm going I'm doing back pretty and good. forth. Yeah, well, I'm going back and forth. You have a lot more the, names uh, crossed off than I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir, Mahomes got taken. I have that cross <laughs> I have him and Lamar off. Well, and one of the funniest things, too, is he trades for Belage because he doesn't want him to be cut. Right. And they're going to cut him. Belage being Belage, you know, our favorite person to hate. He fails his physical. You know he's still going to reach out to Belage saying, get in shape, come back, I'm going to sign you. He was going to go trade for a guy that was pretty much sitting on the couch for eight months. He failed. Like, how do you fail your physical when you weren't even hurt last year? Like, right. you, you aren't recovering from any injury. Because you're oh. bad and you don't care. Well, you're and, fat. And it's like, you had one job, man. Like, you had one job and that's to stay in shape. And he didn't do it. I mean, I don't know. If you were Kalen Balazs and his 1.8 yards per carry, wouldn't you probably just be... Well, this is why I had 1.8 yards per carry. It's also I'm not in shape. Funny that Gase is trading for a guy that had probably the worst yards per carry. I mean, probably ever. Yep. With over at least 100 attempts. You know what's sad? He probably had a better offensive line in Miami than he does in the Jets. So if Kalen Balazs gets the same workload, that 1.8 could be even smaller on the on the Jets this year. Um, all right, we're up. We're up in a pick. So that is the that's what's going on at, at Jets camp. Um, and we can talk about Denzel Mims for a second too while we're while we're on uh, Jets. Yes, yeah, Jets camp. Every every wide receiver is hurt, um, except finally one good piece of news for their wide receiver core is that Denzel Mims has come back after his hamstring injury. Looks like he missed about two weeks, and he's practicing in full today. Uh, so that is one one light. Uh, for them, because even Jamison Crowder missed a practice this week, and he was the only healthy receiver at that point. Um, so, I think that rounds out the Jets' news. Yeah, I mean, Brashad Perriman's hurt. Yep. Chris, Chris Herden's hurt. So Crowder and Mims are the two the two guys now. I know. I think they brought in Kevin White. I, I actually, I don't <laughs> think that they ended up signing Kevin White, but they did it's, bring him. Well, it's probably because Mims was coming back. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not positive on the on the whole thing because they have so many guys that have come in. Right. <laughs> All right, it's our turn right. right now, and and we're gonna we're we're gonna bring this right to another piece of news. Is I'm looking. I think we should look at wide receivers, and Amari Cooper's our highest ranked. Mike, and he's Mike been, Evans is our highest ranked. Mike, Mike Evans, Evans is uh, off already, the board. Yeah, he's off the board. That's a shotgun. <laughs> um. But Amari Cooper's been MIA at, at Cowboy Camp for, what, four days or something like that? I think yep. it's been a little more than that. So it's four practices, one full week. So uh, before we get not... into that, uh, that's kind of you know scary news, but he's our next ranked receiver. Do we take him and hope that he's ready for week one? Right. Well, that's that's what I'm almost wondering. Do we have the conversation or do we take like an A.J. Brown or Cortland Sutton? I think there's a lot on this player that we've we've Works. negatively talked about um i think he's he's here in our rankings because he has to be uh personally i i would m- more try and make the case for aj brown but you guys know how i feel about him he's one of my breakout players and then keenan allen is another name on the list so i'm gonna let you guys duke this one out all right so let's just con- confirm that cooper's off our board for right now because of the news if we want to take him off the board then it's either keenan allen or aj brown 
and then there's the Cortland Sutton, and then Jarvis Landry. It starts to get into a different tier. I think Keenan Allen and AJ Brown are their last ones there. Wide receivers are so deep, and we're going to make this pick quick, that I'm fine with either one of those three. So, Scotty, you make the call on on whoever you want to go with. Don't choke. You get six seconds. I can't find this person. Time is up, and we have Melvin Oh, my God. Damn. How do we run out of time there? I literally just clicked the plus on, on AJ Brown. Oh, well, it's because like that sucks. Sleepers rankings. I mean, we have four running backs, and we said that you know the Cooper, Keenan Allen, AJ Brown. This tier, it's so deep. Yep. Where I'm fine going back to back to back wide receivers coming up. Yeah, I yeah. Well, I mean, here now we're done with running backs. I think. I mean, we'll start hammering a couple more. Yeah, I mean, start for your second receivers. flex, I Melvin Gordon. Well, and then okay, so we actually didn't lead into this, but this is a uh, one quarterback full PPR. Oh, it's not two flexes; only one flex. No, this is the two flex league. They, this is two flexes. Two flex yes, because it should be two flex. I'm getting, I'm getting leagues the, all mixed up. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. But but we, what you're referencing is the vampire league that we will get into at another uh, time. Yeah, but yeah. we did move that to a two flex league as well. Um, but yes, so our our running backs and flexes are filled with running backs. So uh, Lev Bell and Melvin Gordon are our flexes, which are you can do a lot worse. Um, we can work around wide receivers. There's plenty deep wide receivers this year. I feel confident in our ability to locate and, and, and draft a wide receiver or, or pick one out throughout the year. They show up a lot. Um, I mean, yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. I really thought all three of them would have been gone already, and we had. <laughs> we, I mean, Calvin, DK, and Odell. Like, What, for the receivers? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I figured I figured the three that we were debating on would have already been picked. So I mean, hey, one might fall to us. These are our rankings sure. compared to sleepers. So right. we have a guy like Cortland Sutton higher, but in sleeper, Cortland Sutton's pretty far down. And then we have a guy like Odell Beckham that's, that we aren't ranked that high, but he's probably a top 12 ranked guy on sleeper. Yep. Right. Which yes. is fine because it goes by probably ADP, but... So anyway, two talking about wide receivers. There's plenty of them that are on on the injury concern uh, list here for the Philadelphia Eagles. Alshon Jeffrey is likely to miss Week One. He's still on the pup, so we don't know if he's actually going to continue into the year on that and miss the first six games because since he was on the preseason pup, he would only be eligible to miss six games, not the full eight, if he were needed to be put on uh, and was not on the preseason pup. So there's that little added caveat there. And then Jalen Rieger. Um, he had a, a bad shoulder injury. I'm not sure if, if we have the full um, uh, he injury. His, he tore part of his labor. His labor. Okay. So I've I've heard anything from you know two weeks to six weeks. So he's going to be missing time. Um, that team is struggling right now. At it's wide receiver. A, it's all going to be dependent on if he needs surgery or not. That's that's where it's all going to come down to. Um, it's just unfortunate. I mean, that that he was that spark that that team needed, and it's gone now. You know. So Deshaun Jackson is the wide receiver one on that team right now. How? I mean, yeah, I love Deshaun. Well, Jackson, the that's so tough. Thing is, he's a guy that you can take it take it as your last pick in any draft, and you can start this guy in week one because he, he's going against Washington. The whole Deshaun Jackson revenge game. He's going to be healthy for at least one game, and you start him for that game. Because mm-hmm. he's going to go for two, two touchdowns. You you just know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and not to mention their quarterbacks hurt. <laughs> Carson Wentz has a lower right. body injury. Well, they, it's a my yeah, it, it, it's minor. Thank so, God. <laughs> so the, the, the crazy thing is, is the time that my dynasty the practice that he missed was when Jalen Hurts threw a bad ball to Jalen Rieger, and he got killed, and that's why he's now out. <laughs> so, a little bit of irony there. It's crazy. Scotty, you just took Zach Ertz. No, I didn't. I literally did not pick at all. What the hell? I was going to do <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Um. All right. I hopefully he comes back around. Uh, I I was actually going to bring that up that I think Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are both going to be. 
tight end ones. If to be completely has... honest, it, we are not a tight end drafting show. We don't do that. That's not no, something our we do. auto pick thing was still on for some reason. Oh, it's because we auto picked last night. But <laughs> but with <laughs> all big the Eagles from uh, the TSF crew, right? oh, there's there's we're gonna be made fun. There's of a lot going on right now. Um, <laughs> so w- what you have to look at now is with all the injuries that we just talked about. <laughs> Zach Ertz is healthy and he's on the field, and they're a decent team still. They still have a great offensive line, great defense. You know. Uh, it could end up helping out, helping us well, out. <laughs> I'm I'm actually a big Zach Ertz fan, especially in the fifth round. I think I got him in the fifth round in our home league as well. Um, I know we didn't mean to make that pick. This is good but, though. Uh, like let I'm it let it be it. let it I'm be not, for the listeners. Honestly, let let us just auto pick. I really want to see what, what happens. <laughs> let it be for the listeners. Let let, let them try and. Beat I did it. that last year for our, our first TSF listener league. Just let it auto draft. Pretty much, because well, we did a podcast, and like I was like, I'll pick Fournette, like because I'll, I end up winning with a team that I would never ever draft. Like it was yeah. the grossest team on paper, but every week they produced, I, I wasn't proud, but I'll take the money. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the treehouse beer. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was for okay. There goes Cortland Sutton. So well, we could have had him two rounds ago. <laughs> well, we, the thing is, we were going to pick this guy two rounds ago, and because you know that. That he's one of the wide receivers, I believe, that we were looking at is still there. Yes, and that's Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. It's like we're doing a secretive because no one can hear us, but no one's going to hear this podcast <laughs> until tomorrow anyway. So, Right. Um, all right. I'm, I'm jumping back over into the news segment for a second. Tyrell um, Williams. Just get that out, out of the way. Oh, yeah. yeah he's done Tyrell, for the Out for the season. Tyrell Williams, out for the season. So... Scotty's dart throw, Brian Edwards, uh, looking real prime right now and should be a guy that everybody yeah, is looking targeting. Fantastic. Put, put him in our queue next <laughs> for for later in the draft so we don't pick a, a tight end by accident. Yeah, is we, it that's how auto draft works, right? You put it in your queue or whatever. I mean, like if you have no one oh, there goes Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Oh well. Um there's still like, like Edelman's still there. Wide receivers are so deep this year. I'm, yeah, so, I mean, glad, got, I'm so glad that we have like four RBs strong. In, we got Landry there. We have Tyler Boyd if you Dude, want to. Dickies oh, I love Tyler has Boyd this one year. One running back right now. He only has Zeke. I mean, he, <laughs> Fournette is well, still not. Well, looks taken, like we have a crazy. trade partner. Yeah. Should we? <laughs> should we just take Fournette? I kind of want to, but no, 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 no. I'm against that. I have I moved him outside of wide, uh, running back two area, and I don't know if you guys want to debate me on that, but I don't feel too comfortable with him in Tampa. I mean, it was two. I think we, me and Tom, have him at like twenty twenty one. I think that's where I had him. That's where I had him in Jacksonville, <laughs> and then yeah. you guys moved him, and I'm like, oh, did I actually already update? My well, we moved it, and then we moved it back. Right? Yep. Yeah, Craig, don't have to do anything. <laughs> no, don't have to do anything. Um, I mean, it was tough. It's tough to rank him as of today because you my mindset is he's the guy but what if he like what if he's not like there's so little news he's not even there yet probably so like who knows how, how he's doing in practice you know if he's running with the ones or not but um it's right, our, let's it, talk it, about this pick before we get auto drafted here so we've got jarvis landry i believe still on the board and if i'm not mistaken i think calvin ridley is still on the board he was taken. oh sorry yeah. he was taken okay all right yeah, we got, um, I mean, Jarvis, so Julian, our top three is Jarvis, Tyler. Julian, Tyler Boyd, and then, like we said, Devontae Parker's there. I know that that's a Dow's guy. Dow's is, is not here tonight. He's playing baseball. I would wait on Parker, though. If we were going to go anyone, I would still stick with Jarvis Landry. Yeah. I think Landry's the safest the yeah. safest pick. Yeah. yeah. And this, um, is, this is what we're going to get out of our wide receivers, and you're going to see it, is all these sleeper, but high opportunity type wide receivers, especially ones where you know, you're starting to get your first one in the sixth round. At least draft for opportunity at that point. Uh, most of the talent guys that have opportunity are gone. Um, and I well, think at this point here, you know, there's still, they're still a good group. Like the, the wide receivers, are, we'll talk about it for days. They're all going to be target hogs. I mean that's the that's the thing is like all these guys down here in in the rookie class wide receivers are just so good because right, like, the like, opportunity is so high for them. If I can take CD as my third wide receiver, because like because we my number twenty, we're gonna maybe. wait. So AJ Green just went before Tyler Tyler Boyd. Ronald Jones just went before Leonard Fournette. That would be because that was an auto pick. 
Oh. Sleeper probably doesn't but, have their rankings updated. But yeah. Sleeper must have Fournette over Marlon Jones. I would. They I would assume. very well could not. They may or may not. No. Oh, because uh, here's he, actually the when thing. When he got cut, they probably just zeroed out all of his projections. The thing too is, is Bruce Arians did come out and say that Ronald Jones is our guy. Granted, take it for whatever you will. Arians loves to mess around with the media, but smoke shows. Yeah, a lot of smoke shows. But but he did say they're not sure what the capacity that Fournette could give them in Week One. He probably will be a healthy scratch Week One, which is um, you know it makes sense. He he hasn't been well on the team. It's you know a week. It's really. It is, I mean, it is what it is. But seven it, to ten days until they play their first you, game. You still don't bring a guy in not to use him. You will use him, but not week one, is what I'm saying. Right. Right. It's just a backfield. I still want to stay away from him. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want I don't to go near him. I don't want to touch him just because I don't know what that offense is going to be. You know, are they going to pass the ball 600 times? They only ran it 409 times last year. And of, of those 409 times, neither Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones got over 180 carries. Fournette's the type of player that needs over 180 carries to get going. If they do that, that they, they're not passing the ball 600 times. So it's a catch-22. Fournette's always been a player that I've tried to stay away from anyway. Um, all right, oh, really? As you guys, as you, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, if he's there with our next pick. If he's there, uh, I will, not, pick, allow, I will not allow us to take Leonard Fournette. Uh, I won't do it. Because because Greg, especially since we already have four running backs and we have one wide receiver. But, but know, seventh but so round. Sexy. But what if Melvin Gordon stinks? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. We don't. He's a. He's not if, a known if, commodity. If Melvin Gordon stinks, and the guys behind us in the draft all have four wide receivers, so we we can take on another running back. To shore up that our flex plays will always be running backs. Yeah, but you're talking again. You're talking about a guy that's not a known commodity. In the There's so seventh, much on that what do you offense. Mean, what do you mean not not a known commodity? Because he's just coming in two weeks before the season. They already had their own deal of running backs. They weren't adding another guy in until Leonard Fournette came available because it was a smart move to do because he is a talented running back. However, there's already so many pieces and so you know so many you know receivers to throw the ball around to he's not going to get receiving work with McCoy there or Dare and he's, he's realistically only going to be looking his at name. Agumbo Wale and that, then nice yeah. <laughs> you, you already have Ronald Jones who bulked up so you're, you're literally splitting the time between Fournette and Jones and, and that's fine for their NFL team but it's terrible for your fantasy football team so don't I don't, know. don't See, buy in so before he even was even signed I was talking to our buddy Derek saying as of today, Fournette's a free agent. Where do you draft him in a regular draft? And we were saying, you know, if he falls to the seventh or eighth, he's still on a team. Was like, and I still have my if I have my three RBs set, he's a guy that I would take. Yeah. In this draft, we're we're not going to because I do want all of us to you know like your picks, but um, it's it's almost shocking he's not taken yet. To be honest. Yeah, I'm 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 honestly surprised. I'm I'm surprised the guy like Chibs just took his number two RB as Ron, uh, Jordan Howard, and he's online, so that wasn't an auto pick. Yeah, um, he's he's doing the full draft. So anyway, um, all right. So I think I think it's our stupid. I hate it. I think that what let's have a conversation before our pick comes up, and then we can all kind of just go through and and maybe something that has jumped out to us so far. Um, Julian Edelman, Golden Tate. I mean, I'm assuming we're looking wide receiver. Um, so I, to me, it's between Julian Edelman and Golden Tate. Not I'm, an Edelman guy. I'm for sure. So hot on getting Edelman on this team because we already have a Jarvis Landry type. Getting another type just like that you to want, have opportunity. You want the safe bet because we we because waited we, a long time. We waited. We waited on wide receiver, <laughs> but we waited a long time. And you want these consistent guys that are going to be we can be fluid. ten to fifteen points a week. Yep, loose. Yep. We, we can lose. And, and then on the wrap, we can probably get a Golden Tate or a Marvin Jones esque kind of guy. Right. Yep. And uh, Muhammad Sanu, cut. So one yeah, less, that was uh, big news. One less guy that he's uh, jogging for targets with. Right. Um, and and 
with them cutting Sanu, it gives all belief that Olszewski is actually a, a wide receiver they're going to use a lot. And when Danny Amendola was on the field with Julian Edelman, this is when, son of a bitch. Damn. <laughs> and that was an auto that, pick. That's an auto pick. So right. Julian Edelman just went. But anyway, yeah, the point Edelman was. stinks. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah he's, he's terrible. stupid. <laughs> but when Edelman had Amendola also compliment him, he was on fire. Those were the same days of, of, of fantasy football. So we have a uh, wide receiver problem. Yeah, I mean, I think we go Tate. I, I, yes, I, I, I am a big fan of going. I mean, and he he's our he's, he's our be, next guy by right, far. Right, and he's going to be another poor man's type uh, of Edelman or Landry, where you know he's going to get a lot of targets from Daniel Jones. Well, Sterling he can do a lot can't of things. Stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. Uh, Darius, Darius Slayton, Slayton does totally different games, things. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, Slayton does totally I do different like Slayton, things. Slayton, but I think Golden Tate is the safest bet week in week out. Like yeah. Slayton could finish better than him throughout the season but at this point i'm looking for the consistent wide receiver yep um yes i agree with that all right i'm going through uh why don't we is there anything that's jumped out to you guys so far um i mean i know we say don't draft your quarterbacks in the second round if we saw pat mahomes lamar jackson go um so our listeners not doing a very good job we were in a two qb league scotty and i think I mean, there was a bunch of quarterbacks kept, I guess, but they st- still they still didn't go that fast, right? I actually gotta say, we, we we do have news on Golden Tate. We just drafted him, but um, he does have a, a hamstring injury that he's working on and missed some practice this week. Oh, I, I can change it. I'm you know I'm the commissioner in the league and just change the pick, <laughs> or yeah, we'll just delete the news like it didn't happen. Yep, he's fine. He's in a hot tub. He's having a day. Um. Other than that, I mean, I. I I see. Other than a the few f- teams taking, th- you know, three running backs in a row, we have teams taking, you know, four wide receivers in a row and waiting on the running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone is is drafting completely different from the next person, which is what I want. Well, the guys behind us are hammering wide receivers. They hammered. Them yeah, the so draft. I think they all they all. All know now it's like you know the receivers are so deep, but there's a point where they get cut off. So you might as well get those guys now. Mm-hmm. I think too we kind of hogged all the running backs. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point that's like you know it is what it is because Craig, we we might be in round eight in Leonard Fournette's yeah, there, and we should have that conversation. We can have that then. It's in five picks. All right, we can have it in round nine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, the, that jumps out to me the most. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the, once you get out of those top 12 running backs, everybody views the running back so differently. Like we had Lebel and Mark Ingram ranked far higher than Raheem Mostert, but Mostert went before them. James Conner, uh, David Johnson went before them. Um, and then, like, I don't know, everybody's high on J.K. Dobbins. Like, I just think that's kind of fool's goldy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I it it's interesting to see how certain people are, are drafting. Um, all right. Do we want to have a discussion about our next pick and if we're going to take Fournette? Or, well, the uh, we gonna thing is, it? if we go wide receiver, we have, you know, C.D. Lamb, Slayton, Darius Brown, Christian Kirk. From Lamb down, it's very, very deep. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, I myself would take Fournette here, and we have one of the best bench RBs. Who, I mean, this guy had Vince Craig to draft had over two hundred fifty carries, over seventy catches, and over fifteen hundred all fifteen hundred all purpose yards last season, and he's not even drafted yet. It's not a new team. That it is wins. correct, but it might be better for him this season. He's going to get more touchdowns than three. Right. I mean, if he only rushes for I'll 800 tell you yards and he gets six TDs, I wouldn't, I, it, we if, might get him if he... If Ronald Jones were to be injured, Leonard Fournette would be a RB1, right? I would, I would say if he had that backfield... He's an RB1 with that talent around with the way the wide receivers are going because, like we've talked about before, Tom Brady-led offenses have running backs get a lot of touchdowns uh, because they're at the goal line and they know it's smart to just pound it in right there. But 
He's he's still working against him. I'll I'll see it. if you if you want to take him in the eighth round. Fine, we'll take Leonard Fournette in the eighth round. Um, I disagree with it, but that's Trust that's me, the way I we're gonna go. I never thought I would be advocating for. Oh, he just I, went. There, there he goes. All right. <laughs> thank that, thank you, Mister Mahogany. Um. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd be advocating for Leonard Fournette. Um, I will, however, continue to advocate for running backs. Uh, James White's still out there. Yeah, so uh, that was... Tevin Coleman, James White, I still... Monty's gone. So I would say what we've talked about, (laughs) what we've talked about about uh, Julian Edelman is I can say the same thing for James White, and I've already heard reports that James White is running behind Julian Edelman in almost all the routes that they're doing. So I know that they're going to be using White as a hybrid um, again, and I think it's something that Cam Newton succeeds with is passing to the running back. I think that if you were really to talk to me about comparing Leonard Fournette, who's in a timeshare versus a guy like James White, who has everything in front of him, his own role, and no one's, no one's going to come in and take that from him, I would take James White. Um, but then again, you know, we still have some wide receivers to talk about. I think there's a huge let tier me, gap, though. Let me pitch a CD. I mean, he's our next guy. CD would be the next guy. I think he's very talented in the fact that we've talked about Amari Cooper having that injury that could lead towards more towards CD. So, you know, Jerry Jones likes to throw, it likes to be he's flashy. Our next guy. I'm down to do with it. it. I'm down with it. A hundred percent. I would have taken, I took CD in the sixth round and one late. I am so high on CD Lamb. Oh, this makes me so happy he's on their team. If we could talk about man crushes, that is probably my 2020 man crush. Is well, we're, right we are gonna ha- we're gonna write the article. It might not be a podcast, but we're gonna write the article. Have have your five minutes of. Did Gallup go? Okay, he yes. did go. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. I was gonna he say I was like Mal- Gallup's actually higher, but um, yeah, we'll do. Wow, Gronk went. Okay, well. So now at this point, I don't. That's a tough. Thing. I don't give a damn about position anymore. Now that we have the three wide receivers and that our flexes are all well, we split can, up, but we can continue to hammer those mid-tier wide receivers, right? I mean, we're talking. There's, I mean, there's Pre- a lot Preston, of them. Preston Williams, our sleeper. Uh, Darius Slayton's my sleeper. Yeah, um, I actually, I mean, the Slayton. Would be an interesting here's, pick. Here's something that I need to talk about, and this is also part of our news, that Debo Samuel is being drafted very, very late because his fractured foot, which actually happened about a month and a half ago, and they just said today that they are optimistic he will practice next week, which is before any regular season games. So he may only miss one week and give you 15 weeks for fantasy football. And with him being the obvious number one wide receiver on a team that's already had another bunch of wide receivers hurt. I think it's a perfect pick to look at on the back end because he's so low on everyone else's rankings right now because of the injury. He, he got picked. <coughs> he he got picked. Debo? Well, yeah. I, should, I guess I guess maybe I should just not talk. No, no well, I mean, no, but it, it's he's it's, going it's, way later than he would if he was healthy. That's the thing is now I would say with the week leading up to week one. Uh, he'll you'll see a rise in ADP from Debo Samuel if, if if he gets on that practice field. I mean, what were we talking him going in somewhere in the fifth, fourth round before his injury? Yeah. So now here we are in the eighth, ninth round, and and there he goes. Oh, we need some. Okay, Madison. Yeah. All right. So we're up again. Um, uh, Cooks is gone. Do we I, honestly? I mean, I want to take a running back. I would like to take Tevin Coleman. Yep. He's one of my supers, and I think he's a very consistent flex I have guy. no problem yep. drafting a San Francisco running back. Do that. The gap between him and Raheem Mostert in their ADP and what they're going to end the season with is just, it's outrageous. I mean, I don't, think, I don't think that Raheem Mostert is six rounds better than Tevin Coleman. I, well, they should be closer together. The thing is, even I mean, if, Tevin Coleman's even if he is, on, we're getting guys like Latavius, Antonio Gibson, Alexander Madison, who are the handcuffs of these right. players before you're drafting a guy that you can start at a flex each week and he can give you 8 to 12 points. I know it's not sexy, but 
It's a flex play. These guys before you are going to give you two to four unless they start. Right. Right. And again, if Mostert goes down, even Tevin Coleman goes from 10 points a game to 14. Like, it's just a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and it's 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 something. So this is it's also kind of our league too, right? Like it's twelve teams, two flexes. A lot of people haven't dealt with that, and it it is so thin when you have to try and get a productive guy in that second flex spot. Right. That having a guy like a Tevin Coleman, who right now is on our bench. Damn, Jerry Cook went. I, I thought we would get Jerry Cook at like the last round because <laughs> that's where he's kind of going. But double up on uh, tight ends there. Or are you just not used to us drafting a tight end nice. already? <laughs> Double up. And not, also not used to it either. We, yeah. could, we could just draft like Dallas so, Goddard. Dallas Goddard is going to be... Yeah, and he, he'll he's be, a great pick uh, in the in the later rounds. Yeah, especially with all the other injuries that we talked about. I mean, maybe not for us because we have Zachers, but for somebody. They, they could be like an Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski. They're both two top 10 tight ends on the same team. Right. Yes. So Jameson Crowder. Yeah. So actually, so he was one that I was looking Mm -hmm. at would be another consistent guy that we could look at, uh, you know, pairing him with Landry and Tate. But uh, there's a high upside guy I want to take if if he hasn't been taken. I have to get back one more pick. They're not in the room. You can say it. No, I'm looking to see if he's if he's still there because I haven't been able to keep up. Who is it? It's Darius Slayton. Slayton's still on the board. Oh shoot! We can't do that. We have Golden Tate. Uh, We could. Why couldn't we? I don't see why not. Yeah. I would have no problem taking Slayton. And that's the thing. It's like, you say we can't, like, you shouldn't have that mindset where you say, you know, it's two people in the same team. Like, I, I still think they can. They can function. They can gel. At this point, he's our bench wide receiver. Right? Yeah, that it, that's that's true. Um, you know, heaven forbid one of them gets hurt, the other one explodes. Would you so. Would you rather talk about um, a guy Preston who I'm Williams starting, or something like that, or a Henry Ruggs? I mean, now with now with no uh, Tyrell on that team, like Henry Ruggs. And the thing with these rookie wide receivers is, and I was talking to a couple people about this, is like they have to be number ones for their team, right? Like they have to have a role on that team. Brian Edwards is going to have a role as well. But there's also, I mean, I know that Ruggs is, is a bit lower on our. On there's our some. Board. So t- I'm I'm fine with Slayton if if you guys. Want and to I'm gonna get but. Nikhil Harry to it. He's low, but I know with that the Sanu drop like. Right. Harry's. I didn't the second him. guy. Yeah, I no, I did not adjust him in my ranking, so I know he's kind of low on here anyway. But um, I don't know. Wait, I, what do you what do you what do you boys want to do? I mean, I think right now the highest I, we have ranked is John Brown. We, I, oh, Ruggs is already gone. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so well, well here's, Craig, one, here's one that I absolutely hate, but this would be an actual a high upside guy is if he does plays. That's A.J. Green. He's still sitting there. In the a- no, no, no. He's no, been AJ gone for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. So we're coming close, and mainly because he's a sleeper yeah, of yours, I would do Slayton, okay. yep. even though we do have Tate. Right. Yep. And, and say if one of them gets hurt, we have that position already filled out. Um, they could probably co-mingle and play in the same week, um, uh, depending on what defense they face. But then there's obviously going to be those times and too where you a, have to sit both. And he's a and like Scotty said, right now he's a bench player for us. So I mean, he, you could be in a lot worse situations. Um, oh man, Damian Harris goes. So Damian Harris news, he's got a hand injury. It's so, so funny. Any hype of his. So is gone. Michelle went three picks just before Damian Harris. Yep. yep. How? Sony but then has the, fallen. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but is Adrian Peterson is still not picked. Adrian Peterson is still not picked. Nope. And, uh, and he was AP, named, his name Duke, the starter. Duke Johnson. <laughs> even, I mean, a Reichel Armstead, who's at this point probably the starter. So he's a starting running back. That's definitely someone that's everyone's sleeping on now. Uh, is he definitely a starter? Maybe there's a timeshare or whatever, but he's going to be a 1A, if anything. Or, you know, see what happens week one. You pick him late, boom, he's the guy. You just got a huge hit. Right, right. Because these are bench guys you're drafting now. And that should be who you're looking at. Yeah, where it's like you yeah. you pick him there, you pick Ozigbo in the last round or Chris Thompson. And if one of those guys hit, then you have the biggest like fab pickup. Yeah. Um, all right, we're at 50 minutes for the podcast. You want to just keep letting it go? 
Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. We got like hit. four rounds left, so this is actually going uh, a little bit quicker than. So than as a matter so of fact, there's a few people on that weren't here, so I put them on auto pick, which I'm glad I did. Yeah, uh, because they picked right away. They were able to jump in too, and then a few people yeah. came in and out. We have people that are in a hospital room de- delivering a baby. We have one person just got married. He's on his honeymoon. Yep. So, for the most part. Pretty good turnout. There is only two teams now, us included, that don't have a quarterback. And we yeah. won't be drafting yeah. one. And so that's <laughs> I'm not saying we need to draft a quarterback, but what I'm saying is is there's someone else out there that know who listens, who it doesn't have a, a so quarterback who, as well. Who's that other guy? That right would be Mahoney. Yeah. And he's he's drafting drafting right next to us. Yeah, and it's just funny because now it's the game of chicken, right? Yeah. Like, you look at each other in the room and go... And then you get the kids on auto-pick. They're going to pick their backup. And I'm just going to say it. I think we should aim for the named starter and captain today, Cam Newton, for the New England Patriots. I would... I'm not drafting him right now, but I'm saying we should should aim for that. See, I think someone will draft him as a backup for some stupid reason i don't know <laughs> no i i agree i think i think we have a couple more rounds before we look at it i would love to have cam on this team and get him in the right. 13th but then again like if you have cam carson Wentz, stafford i'd be fine with either one of those guys yes so I'm, we should I'm, be able to get one I'm of fading, those three. i'm per- personally fading on Wentz. sorry tom um but that's because well, of the injuries he's also losing weapons so yeah, yeah can... but he's still a top 10 quarterback every year even though Last year, like no weapons at all. It's still ten. I should have made an injury bet with Dows on the supporting cast of Philly and not the player himself. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to think like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it goes. Um, all right, so I want to just jump back into a couple pieces of news because there was a couple other uh, big ones, and I we had mixed uh, a few things up. DeAndre Hopkins missed practice with a hamstring, um, so we'll monitor that. Um, but he's missed four straight practices. Um, where was the other one? Kenyon Drake was has now been in and out of a walking boot, and he's back at practice, so that's very, very positive. Lamar Jackson, uh, Miller's off the pup. Uh, where was the other big? Oh, yeah, and Mike Williams. So I feel like he's been, he's also dealing with a uh, labrum issue. Uh, are you kidding me? That kid. <laughs> we were literally just talking about Matt Stafford and Carson Wentz as potentially being our quarterback, so they both went. Um, that's what I'll draft to do for you. Ah, dang. Okay. Well, that's... Also, Raquel Armstead and Adrian Peterson just went in this round, too, which were running backs we were both eyeing. I'm glad you're back on the RV train, Craig. Antonio Gibson's there, though. Like, that's a great upside. Uh, no, he's he's been picked. What? Antonio Gibson has been picked. Where did I miss that? Oh, there it is. I'm, I got way too many windows open. I'm going back and forth. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Trey Burton's going to miss a couple weeks. Which sucks. I mean, And Jack Doyle is hurt too, but he should be ready for week one. But Trey Burton just cannot stay healthy in the last three years. Uh, and sticking with the Colts, Paris Campbell was in a bad car accident. Yeah, so, so that was that's... that was a week and a half ago. Um, he, he had a concussion. Asleep? He's a sleeper. No, is uh... he's a yeah. He's asleep. He's, he's a sleeper, sleeper of mine. Was... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's just that he had a concussion. You know, it, it shit happens. Um, so he he should be able to tell uh, Sterling Shepard that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's he's you know the second year. He's not Sterling Shepard, who's been six years in, six concussions out. Right. Um. All right. Do you guys mind if I just rattle off a couple more pieces of news real Do quick? Um, all right. Josh Gordon signed with the Seahawks. I don't really think that moves the needle anywhere. Uh, Ian Thomas is uh, dealing with a toe injury. Uh, we've gotten news that Curtis Samuel is underwhelming in camp, which is interesting because Robbie Anderson continues to get hated on. Uh, Chris Carson is back to, to full strength. Um, we're kind of all over the place, but... Oh, it's our pick right now? It's our pick right now. Um, um, okay. <laughs> it, it's just so, so funny I read off that Curtis Samuel stuff because I'm like, 
That's a good. That might be a good pick right here, Robbie Anderson. But I mean, I think Preston Williams is still on there, though. I like Preston. Might, a yeah, lot. I like Preston yeah. here. Do you want to take him? Yep. Let's do it. Preston Williams, it is. All right, Tom. As you were. Yeah. No, I. I was just saying it's. It's going to be interesting to see how and if that news at all impacts uh, people's view on Robbie Anderson because I think a lot of people were torn. Uh, Devin Singletary is struggling with fumbles in camp. Um, which is tough uh, because I feel like he has a very short leash. And I know it's not on here, but uh, Jonathan Taylor has been dropping passes in practice. So Ooh. that is potentially Do we pick nine times next? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just keep rocking those, uh, those tennis. Well, you know, it's funny with um, some of the running backs that are still there. So Duke Johnson... Right, unless I I've missed them on the uh, crossing them off, going nope. back and forth nope. between the uh, See, okay, yeah, he's there. So he's there, and Justin Jackson's there, um, and so was in Philip Lindsay, and all three of these guys had prominent fantasy weeks last year. Um, they may not have finished as you know premier running backs, but uh, they did have weeks. Um, so it, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I think one of those three definitely fall to us, but we may want to end up keep looking at uh, at wide receivers there. Um, okay, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to finish this draft up, or do you want to keep going? I mean, we're about almost done with the uh, draft. I think we could probably wrap up the actual podcast on it. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I, I, I wanted yeah, to we'll, do. Yeah, let's uh, wrap up the podcast. We'll finish the draft, you know. Uh, okay, three get, rounds left. Yeah. So we were going to do my guys. Do you guys just want to say who you're like super bullish on? Well, that'll just, come out That'll come out in the article. Wanna, we'll just do an article? Yeah, I haven't okay. fully gotten my second one in yet. Okay. Yeah, because I right, could so, name all my, you know, my sleepers too. I love everyone. I want to do something different. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. All right. So look out for articles. We'll make sure that we tweet them out. Um, we are also a part of the Pros with Joes. Um, we should have said this way earlier. Um, pros with Joe's uh, tournament. Craig, why don't you recap that real quick? Because you're the so, one who got in, in contact with them, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, so we got a hold of them uh, sometime two weeks ago. Uh, they were putting together. This is the first year for their uh, charity run league that they're doing. There are 55 plus experts. I believe it's now 56. There's going to be eight different uh, conferences, multiple divisions, 14 uh, pro- uh, professionals, and. Um, Joe is what, what what they're calling it is a average person or an average Joe uh, that wants to draft with a professional uh, podcast or a professional uh, fantasy analyst and there's there's plenty of people like Andy Barons and um, uh, Dave Richard and Adam Rank I'm sure those guys are names that you know of and we, we got to be luckily a part of it and everything's going to charity 100% of all the profits for this league no not a single one of us is getting any money from this. Uh, so there's going to be about 55 plus different charities that all this money is going towards. And you can go ahead and find all the links, the ways to go and donate, um, you know, go to proswithjoes.com or go to go.rallyup- uh, excuse me, rallyup.com home proswithjoes to see all the charities. Or if you want to donate to ours, which our charity is Rise Massachusetts, it hits home with us. It's a great uh charity that's going to go ahead and help the opioid epidemic they also help people that are you know struggling to find some jobs so this this is where our home is is in massachusetts so we really uh wanted to partner up with them and so if you want to you know donate to them go to go.rallyup.com slash penny and that's p-e-n-n-e-y you get a chance to draft with us at uh, you know top shelf fantasy or you can go ahead and pick any of the other professionals that they have uh, they're running this uh, ad for uh, two more days, and they'll be able to, you know, buy some entries and donate. It's it's going to be fun. There's going to be a whole whole year worth of stuff. So yeah, it's a it's a lottery ticket. Uh, uh, so the more entries that you buy, the higher chance that you you get to participate in the league with us. Um, okay, last pick, Naheem Hines. Um, I think it's a phenomenal pick, um, especially seeing we've got a couple. Um, I don't want to say banged up because he got into a car accident. Uh, Paris Campbell 
Um, okay, well, we are Top Shelf Fantasy. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Top Shelf, FNTSY, Top Shelf Fantasy.com. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.